Welcome back to the Eras of Podcast. I am uh, Pastor Paige. And I'm Pastor Megan, and we are so glad that you are here with us again. But before we do our deep dive into Fearless and the Era of God in the Old Testament, we need to remind you to check out bonus episode that we released in between Debut and Fearless. It's for her new album, The Tortured Poets Department. Which I'm so excited about, but we're not going to fangirl here because we fangirled for a half an hour on a bonus episode. Yes. Uh, So go listen to that, and why don't we dive in? Yes, yes. So this is Fearless. Yes, we have our album. We do, and it's beautiful. It's Taylor's Mm -hmm. version of Fearless. Um, I believe this was the first re-record that she... Um, And so... The color is gold. It's a really pretty goldenrod yellow. Um, years are 2009 to 2010. She's known for sparkling and romanticism and being fairy tale and hopeful. You hear that in a lot of her songs that she does and the costumes she wore for this mm-hmm. time period. A lot of, you know, the flapper dresses with all the sparkles and everything and very twirly and curly, curly, curly hair. Okay. So, yeah, so that is Fearless. And if you want even more of a deep dive, go back and listen. Yeah. Yeah. Fearless uh, was her second album. Mm -hmm. And the era for this album was 2009 to 2010. Mm -hmm. And... This was time she would have been like 20, 21. Yeah. And that's that fairy tale thing mm-hmm. to me is really clear yes. um, in that age. And uh, as we've listened to the album, we are listening with an ear for what we can learn about um, God and mm-hmm. ourselves and our relationship with God yeah. through some of this music and um, who we understand God to be. So we're mm-hmm. going to start there. So yes. we each have a fearless verse that describes uh, our understanding of God. So, Megan, where's yours from? Yes, yes. So last season we were finding our life verse in each album, and I have to switch my brain from that as we listen to each one of these albums again and again. Um, And I'm still trying to figure out, do I listen or look for this line from when Megan was in 2009-2010 or do we listen to it for Megan 2024? And I think we're going to go with 2024 because it's going to be too hard to go back to 2009. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of that last season going back and diving deep into first listens of what it sounded like. Um, so this song, when I heard it, was there. there is my relationship with God. Yeah. And that's change. And specifically the line tonight we'll stand get off our knees fight for what we've worked for all these years and the battle was long it's the fight of our lives but we'll stand up champions tonight and I think it was probably the third or fourth time I listened through this and going oh I don't have a personal (laughs) verse yet because Paige struggled more with the era I struggled more with the personal And I think it was the fourth or fifth time listening to this song, and that line came on, and I just went, oh, that is every time I've been in battle with God, trying Mm. to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing with my life, trying to figure out, you know, all the things I fought for to get where I am. You heard us mention it a lot last season. It is not easy being a woman 
pastor. Mm. We have a lot of fighting that we need to do, not physical fighting, but like just fighting to be heard and fighting to be seen as people that have authority in our congregations. And um, thankfully not a lot of ours that we're in. So it's, you know, we just know that this is the fight that we're doing. It's the fight to become ordained um, Mm -hmm. to the fight to find an appointment that is going to bring out the best parts of you, that you're going to bring out the best parts of the congregation. So a lot of that I heard and change and spoiler, you're going to hear a lot about change in this episode. I think if we could figure out a theme song for it is, it it is. is change. Yeah. So Paige, what is yours? So mine was uh, surprising to me as I listened. I always listen while I'm driving and Mm -hmm. um, this song isn't my favorite. Um, You really, I think you have a much closer relationship to best day than I do. Um, But when I was listening to it and I heard the last verse, I found myself um, really struck by what Taylor sings about her mom here. And she says, I know you were on my side, even when I was wrong. Mm -hmm. And I love you for giving me your eyes, staying back, watching time. And I, what I really liked about that is that, um, first of all, God, we think of God as parent. God is often called father, but Mm -hmm. as a parent, God is also mother as creator, right? So that connection to God as like a mother for me is really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, even when we are wrong, even when we mess up, God is still rooting us on. God is still on our side. Um, and there's also some great uh, hymnody and other Christian songs that mm-hmm. talks about seeing the world through God's eyes. And yeah. so whenever I'm given that space and opportunity, I'm so thankful for it. So that was what that song triggered for me yeah. this time around, which yes. is a really interesting um, perspective on it. Yeah. And I think we're going to find that as we do this, as we keep going through, because what we are doing is we are listening to these songs in a different way than mm-hmm. we did when we were doing it, the eras of Christ, um, because we were looking for Jesus in these, but now we're looking at, you know, how our faith has grown, but also how the faith of those in this time period was right. and how their relationship with God was, you know, you know, we're listening to it differently, but one thing we'll never, ever leave off is a little bit of snark and sarcasm, right? Never. So, uh, every time we get together to record, Mm -hmm. we end up transitioning to the new album. And, uh, last week when we were here making dinner, Mm -hmm. uh, we were listening to the album and best day came on Mm -hmm. and you just started laughing. I did. And I I was like, Okay, what what is going on? <laughs> Megan, what story did you think of? So we had mentioned in last episode, I think Paige did, that sometimes she's snarky. She's thinking of these songs. Yeah. And I figured I would put on the snark hat I like for, it. for this episode. And boy, did I put it on and made sure it fit really well, especially with this story. Yeah. Because it is not the best is decidedly so not we the best have day. spent a lot of time in Genesis. We're going to be spending more time in Genesis today. And we talked a little bit about these two people last time because he was Abram and now he is Abraham. Yes. And Abraham deeply wants a child yes, with his wife. Yes. And it's, that's wonderful and it's beautiful and they got this child they have prayed for and longed hope for 
And Abraham has followed all the things that God has told him to do, to take his people where he needs to go, to leave his hometown, to leave everything he's known. And he listens to God, and he listens to God so clearly and hears him so clearly and just knows it's God that's talking to him. And God then tells Abraham to pack up his sticks and his wood to make his altar go up the Oh, and take your son, the one that you have dreamed for and hoped for and prayed for, and I gave you, you two were so old and you were still able to have this beautiful child. And now I want you to sacrifice for me. Clearly not the best day for either Abraham or Isaac. Right. But Isaac doesn't know what's happening yet. And I think that's sort of the, not the best part of the story, but sort of like the, hey, Dad, we're, we're going up this mm-hmm. mountain. I'm going to help you out and do the things with you because we always do things together. Mm-hmm. And I respect you and how you have your faith and everything. And they're going up the mountain. And Isaac is like, Dad, where's, where's the lamb? Where's the thing that we're going to sacrifice? And Abraham goes, don't worry, son. God will bring And they go up some more and they go up some more and they finally get to the top of the mountain. And Abraham starts building the altar as they're supposed to do. They're up there for three days. They do all the things they're supposed to. And Isaac goes again, okay, dad, where is the lamb that we're going to sacrifice? Abraham again goes, don't worry, Isaac, God will provide. Let me help you with these ropes and put them on you. And now go lay on the altar. Okay, now I'm going to pull out my knife, and just as he's ready to sacrifice his son, the voice of God, the Lord, angel of the Lord, says, hold up. Time out. I, like, sort of picture... Zach Morris, Zach time Morris, out. Zach Morris, time out, and, like, everything freezes, and, like, Isaac freezes, and Abraham is the only one that can, like, do the things, and God goes... You are a faithful servant. I see how you were going to sacrifice your own child for me. We will no longer do human sacrifices. Here is a ram that just happens to be grazing on the mountainside. Go and kill that instead. And so he unties Isaac and, you know, then sacrifices the ram. And we no longer have firstborn human sacrifices. Thank goodness. Thank you. And I think we sometimes forget how literal God is sometimes in the beginning of the Bible with their illustrations. Well, and how literal the people who wrote the stories were, right? Yes. Like, yes. They were trying to grasp who God was, and it ends up being this like uber literal yeah. understanding of it. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I think the people then needed that literal story mm-hmm. because it, Okay, Abram, Abraham, sure, we're not supposed to kill our firstborn anymore. H- how do you know that? Right. Well, Are because you God, sure? Yeah, because God came down and told me not to kill my son. Okay. And yeah. so clearly not the best day, <laughs> but also the best day because now we don't have human sacrifice anymore. You know? Right? But also there is another song I picked for yeah. this whole story. And I think it's, you know, Isaac, as he's going up the mountain with his dad going, 
hey, dad, tell me why we're doing this. Tell me why we're doing this. Tell me why we're doing this. Oh, my God, dad, this is so cool. Like, tell me why we're doing this. And then as he's coming down the mountain with his dad, it's tell me why you almost killed me. Right. Tell me why you almost sacrificed the thing that you so longed for. Tell me how you're going to tell mom about this. Her pride and joy, you almost just decided, nope, we're going to listen to God instead. Right. So tell me why, which I think is very much a song that Taylor's asking her person, tell me why you did all this. Tell me why you hurt me. Tell me why you betrayed me. And, you know, I think that's something that, you know, we see with this story as well. Mm -hmm. But now let's dive some more into... Genesis yeah. and the story that you have several songs for. Right. So um, the end of Genesis is uh, a novella about um, Jacob mm -hmm. and his descendants. And um, Jacob is a descendant of Abraham and Isaac and, and all of that. And Jacob is known um, for a lot of things. One of them is he, like Abraham, had a name change. Mm -hmm. He uh, wrestles with God and after that is given the name Israel, which means to wrestle with God, yeah. right? Um, and that's relevant because we're going to hear this language of Israel and Israelites, and those are the descendants of Jacob. Mm -hmm. um, Jacob has 12 children uh, through multiple wives, um, and two of them are sisters, Rachel and Leah. And um, Leah was sort of like the consolation prize. Which is terrible. I hate saying yeah, that. And we'll talk is. more about Rachel and Leah in a future season. Yes. Um, but Rachel was his favorite wife. Mm -hmm. And so his firstborn son with Rachel was his favorite son. And that was uh, a young man named Joseph. Yes. And when Joseph was 17, mm -hmm. um, his brothers were sick of him being the favorite. Uh-huh. So they took him out into uh, the fields. They beat him up. They steal his coat and um, cover it in sheep's blood, I think, and give it to their dad, tell their dad that Joseph is dead. Mm -hmm. Stop being so, you know, oh, my God, it's the worst. It's terrible. It's awful. Yeah. yeah. It's awful. Um, yeah. What actually happens is they sell Joseph into sleep. Mm -hmm. And Joseph ends up as a slave in Egypt. And yeah. through a series of unfortunate events... Uh, finds himself in Pharaoh's prison. Yep. Um, Joseph is a dreamer. Mm-hmm. And he also has the gift of interpreting dreams. This yes. is one of the things that made his brothers mad. Yeah, yeah. And also a fabulous musical right. written about him. Yeah. Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah. yeah. And Andrew Lloyd Webber actually did a really good job retelling this story. And mm -hmm. when I remember rereading this in seminary, after I had done the show a few years before that, yeah. I did musical theater being like, wow, he really did a good job, actually. Mm -hmm. Followed, protracted it pretty well. Um, and so tying this story to music makes perfect sense, right? Mm -hmm. So to begin with, for me, Joseph is a superstar. Yes. Right? Yes. So he is certainly someone people seem to look up to. This is part of why his brothers are jealous, mm -hmm. all of that. Um, and he, I think, also finds Tell Me Why. Right. Yes. yes to his brothers, is. like, tell me why you're so mean. Tell me mm -hmm. why you hurt me. Tell me what. Now he's also kind of a jerk, so sort of. I mean, doesn't yeah. deserve. Does not deserve. What it he is gets. not justified. It is not all. justified. And people are people, and we do awful things. Mm -hmm. So, 
We're going to fast forward. Joseph's in prison. Yes. The, the Pharaoh is having these bizarre dreams. Doesn't understand them. Um, Joseph helps interpret the dreams. In this interpretation, he's able to tell Pharaoh that they're going to have several good years of crops, really, really good years. Mm-hmm. Crops are going to overgrow. Um, and that will be followed by the same number of years of famine where the crops will fail, they, things will be bad. Mm-hmm. And so we need to save up during those good years so we're prepared for the famine. Yeah. Joseph becomes an advisor to the Pharaoh, helps manage this whole program, right? Well, Egypt was the only one that got the warning. So um, Joseph's brothers are back in Canaan with their father and mm-hmm. their mothers and are, um, they come to Egypt seeking help. And they say to this man who's running the Pharaoh's program, uh-huh. um, hey, can you help us? Don't recognize Joseph. They don't realize it's their brother, right? He recognizes <sighs> them. And I think as they look at him and they don't know it's him, he's mm-hmm. just Mr. Perfectly Fine. Yes. Right? Like, you got it. You're good. You got it all mm-hmm. under control. We are struggling, but you're good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. But Joseph recognized him. Mm-hmm. And he could be so awful, right? He could be. He, he could very easily give back what he got. Right. Very right. easily. But he doesn't. No. He actually helps his brothers and moves the whole clan, the whole tribe yeah. into Egypt. Um, and this is an important chain turn of events, change of situation for the Israelites that really sets the foundation for um, some of the other really important stories and characters that we're going to meet. One of them yeah. we're going to meet here soon. Yes. But Joseph, I think, sings Don't You to his brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that was a good fit um, for that part of the story. But this, yeah. this one also ties into our um, track five. Yes. One of our favorite things that we love discovering is we know the track five on Taylor's album. She makes it very easy for us to find those, but then we are tasked with figuring out what story goes with this. And last season, it was a lot of what Jesus story went in. And um, for track five this season, it's going to be what would God or a chapter or a verse or a book or an Old Testament person's track five story be yeah and for the israelites there are two stories that are both white horse stories Mm -hmm. Um, because white horse is about somebody coming in and rescuing you and and realizing in the end that you can rescue yourself Mm -hmm. right um and there's a vulnerability to that and and the the two stories are great together because they are opposite yeah right so the first is joseph bringing his brothers in Egypt and inviting them into this new way of life. How many brothers? There were 12. So these are the 12 tribes of um, Israel, which I'm sure will come up again in the future. That number 12 is kind of important. It is sort of a big deal. Yeah, Yeah. we like that number. You do. And um, while they're there, they are prolific, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's 12 of them already. And yeah. like, I come from a pretty good sized family. My dad has 
six siblings and yeah. or he's the eldest of six and all of them have at least two or three and so like when you you just get bigger right and mm-hmm. so that was the the people the israelites the yeah. descendants of jacob who would be who becomes israel mm-hmm. um just keep growing they do there are more and more and more of them. Mm-hmm. And as happens, a new Pharaoh comes into power. And yes. as we move into the second book of the Bible, which is Exodus, mm-hmm. we discover that the new Pharaoh doesn't remember Joseph. Yeah, because it's probably been years. Yeah, a long time. A long time. Doesn't know what Joseph has done and mm-hmm. also doesn't know why all of these people who are different from the Egyptians, they mm-hmm. worship different a different god yep they look different they live differently um they uh, stop working on the seventh day like yeah there's a lot of differences that don't make sense Mm -hmm. and we're gonna get more into those stories yeah because that's those are more albums but white horse worked like Paige said really well because it talks about israelites coming Mm -hmm. and and needing that white horse to save them a la jacob Joseph, Joseph. Allah Joseph. But then they need that white horse to get them out of. Mm -hmm. And that white horse is Moses. Mm -hmm. So Moses is that white horse that we get of, you know, the start of Exodus. And also later in Exodus, really. Later in Exodus as well, really. But we need that introduction of Moses because now we're going to spend some time with our dude. Right. And Moses is like the hero of the mm-hmm. old Testament, right? Like he is the, um, the next several books really center around yeah. what Moses does, what Moses did. And some of these stories that we're going to come to are sort of that, further down in Moses' story. And I and I think we'll be like like Megan said, we'll be hanging yeah. out with Moses for a little while. Um because he's really important. Yes, he is. And he does so many things that he deserves many songs. Yes, he to does. go along with all of the things that he does for his people. Mm-hmm. Um and we're gonna get deep into his call story in a couple albums yeah i've already called dibs on that um you called dibs on that as a part of season one and i was I, like hold up we're I talking did. about Jesus. i did we hadn't even really talked about season two yet but i was like whenever we do this i'm calling dibs on this yeah um but moses is amazing um he's very ordinary Yep. Which I think makes him amazing. He's your everyday man. He's done a lot of stuff. Okay. Every day in that he doesn't feel like he's worthy okay. of what? Yes. Maybe ordinary. He's an ordinary man. Mm-hmm. He, you know, tells God, I don't speak well. You have this perfect specimen of my brother here mm-hmm. Are, do you want me to go wake him up or go bring him to this thing because i feel like the message is going to the wrong person right you know he looks better he has a better speaking voice he is taller 
people like him more. Are you, you're sure it's me? Because I'm just perfectly fine. Yeah. So Paige had Mr. Perfectly Fine for Joseph and his brothers, but mm-hmm. I also heard it for Moses going to God saying, but I'm, I can't speak well. I'm just fine. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, no, actually, Moses, you're extraordinary. Right. And you just need to live into that fearlessness of yourself and get ready to do all of these things that you're going to do and just jump head first, feet first, fearless. Mm-hmm. Nice. To do that. And I think that's, you know, Moses, even at the very end, is still very unsure mm-hmm. of what he's supposed to be doing. And so it's, he just needs to keep being fearless. And I think we can say that about a lot of us is that we need to just be fearless in what we are doing. We need to just do the thing mm-hmm. and know that someone's going to be there to catch us. Right. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I think the story of it, the story of Moses is a central story mm-hmm. for um, the people of God. Right. So not just Christians, but um, people who are Jewish, this this story mm-hmm. um, is about God working through this perfectly fine man yeah. to do really amazing things and to lead people to mm-hmm. freedom, right? Yes. He yes. is the one that leads them out of their um, slavery in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Their white horse. into Right. And into the promised land. Mm-hmm. And that journey is hard. Yep. Uh, and I know we both had a couple of songs about the journey yeah. that they come yeah. to. Um, and I know for me, I thought about forever and always. Because mm-hmm. there are some parts of the journey where Moses uh, ends up going to like hang out with God. And the Israelites are like, dude, you said you'd be here forever and always. Where'd you go? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. you've, And you've been gone too long and they freak out. Yeah. And it's not like he just goes to another part of camp. No, he goes up to a mountain. Up the mountaintop. I yeah. feel like we should just know that there's going to be a lot of mountains it, when yeah. we get called for things is you have to go up to them. Right? I don't you yeah, know. Maybe. Yeah. And he, he stays up there too long and they freak out. But you heard Forever and Always differently. I did. With this story. I did. I heard Forever and Always. And sometimes with these songs, you can't. Yes, listen to the lyrics, but sometimes just the title mm-hmm. is what you need. And this is how I took it for the title, mm-hmm. is that God has called the people of Israelites his chosen people. We get it in the Old Testament. We get it in the New Testament. We still get it today. God is saying, you are with me forever and always. Mm-hmm. I am going to be your God. You are going to be my people. Mm-hmm. This is the covenant I'm going to place on you. I'm going to keep renewing that covenant with you. It's why I'm not going to do any more floods anymore. It's why we're not going to do these things. Why I'm going to send my son to you. Forever and always we'll be here together. So that's that's how I looked at forever and always. And But you looked at it as Moses has taken his good old time on the top of the mountain doing whatever he's doing, whether it's the commandments or... Just sitting and praying. Hanging out with God, right? You know, communing, trying to figure out why he's not good enough. Right. You know. Well, and you know, the the journey too involves all of these mm-hmm. people um realizing they need to see the world in a different way. Yeah. And that they need to exist in the world in a different mm-hmm. way. 
And so we both had a couple of songs about yeah. that. Uh, mine was uh, You All Over Me, mm-hmm. which is this idea like I can't get y- the effect you've had on me just won't go away. And I yeah. can't be this new thing because you're all over me. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the Israelites, they had Egypt all over them. Yes. Yes. But I also went back to our favorite song. Yeah. Change. Yeah. Is that you need to change. You mm. need to change your ways. You need to Stop finding all the gold in camp and making a golden calf and then an Ark of the Covenant. Just the Ark of the Covenant was a good thing. The good, yes, but you know, still just stop melting down metal. Right. And then worshiping at it. Don't, right. Don't make don't, this idol. Don't make this idol. Don't do these things. You need to change your ways. Mm-hmm. Put down your things and go and do the things so you can be my chosen people. Well, and God changing our lives and mm-hmm. our world is still something that happens. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes what happens, our relationship and our understanding mm-hmm. of God changes. And and so there's one other song um, that we wanted to make sure to talk about because yes. we had this in our notes last season. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work with um, Jesus. And that's the song Breathe. Yes, this works much better with God. It does. When I heard that song, I found myself thinking, this is about someone going through deconstruction. Mm-hmm. Deconstruction, you ask, dear yes. listener. Yes. It is uh, particularly the religious experience mm-hmm. of having to change the way you see the world and how you see God mm-hmm. because um, something has led you to champ, led that to be challenged, yeah. right? For a lot of people, it's the way their church taught. Uh, they've realized maybe isn't mm-hmm. healthy or helpful um, for themselves or for people to care about. And so that leads to depression. Um, the story that I shared with you earlier is when I was in seminary, mm-hmm. this wasn't my deconstruction experience, yeah. um, honestly, but I was in my very first Old Testament class and my professor goes, you know, Moses didn't write the first five books of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I hear this gasp. And I'm like, people were taught that Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible? How about that? I didn't know that. Or why did the professor need that disclaimer? You know? Right. Well, yeah. yeah. She says it because uh, the end of Deuteronomy has like Moses' obituary. So yeah, Moses just probably assume. But, you know. Um, But there is this, we're taught things in church um, and in our faith journeys, sometimes because it's easy. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the easy answer that works at that age, right? Like sometimes it's age specific. But then things happen to challenge that. Yeah. And we go through, we can go through a healthy, normal process of saying Mm -hmm. the way I see the world needs to shift. And when I hear that song, got this line, I I don't know how I'm going to breathe without you in my life anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, and I, I kept thinking about the people who have to learn to live without the church because of things mm-hmm. that happen to them yeah. in the church or and end up sometimes giving up relationship with God altogether, right? Yeah. And if that's your story, thank you for listening. Yeah. And I want to pray for you and to hold, you know, like – People have used religion to do such harmful things. Mm-hmm. And if the healthiest thing is to step away, that's real. Yeah. Right. But thank you also for still being curious and mm-hmm. wanting to know about God and yeah. to know how something secular 
Taylor Swift being secular mm-hmm. can be this faith filled thing. And if us doing the simple thing of giving you permission mm-hmm. to be curious, to explore, to ask questions is what you need. Please know we are giving you that permission to be curious, to explore, to slide into our DMs and ask us questions. Mm-hmm. We are that is part of what we are here for is to answer your questions, maybe raise some for mm-hmm. you. Um and it's I think why we enjoy doing this so much because we're discovering things about ourselves, mm-hmm. but also our relationship with God our relationship with music and how we are able to use music Mm -hmm. to show our faith. And I think that's such a wonderful thing that we're able to do. And one of the things that we love doing is finding things that we forgot or missed the first time, the first time around. So Paige, you're the one that found this. Why don't you tell us about where we found God this time on Fearless. Yeah. So in our last episode, we told you a place we missed God. Mm-hmm. And here we missed um, the references to God in Come In With The Rain, yeah. um, where she talks about, uh, I'm going to talk to the man with the reasons why. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to the man um, who put us here. However, I forget yeah. the exact lyrics. Um, but this is, I think we missed it because it wasn't explicit. It doesn't yeah. say God. Yeah. But there's clearly she's talking about the mm-hmm. right, the one who holds all of the the, the story and yeah. um, and so it's such a neat connection. It um, is. I mentioned earlier that I, I tend to think of God as more than male or female, mother, mm-hmm. father, and and so I, I think the other reason I missed it is because it makes me I'm a little bit like that's that's not a man's name. Yeah. Um, but. It also speaks to um, who she was and probably who I was at mm-hmm. 20 and 21 and, yeah. and hadn't deconstructed yeah. that part of my faith. Or she wasn't able to throw another God reference. And so it's, we're going to call God the man. Right. So that yeah. way we can get it past the producers and the record label. I mean, it was country. They don't mind a little bit of God. Yeah. But she was, this is where we were starting to, she was starting to think. That's true. Yeah. But, you know, I think we need to retitle this Where is God slash faith and make it Where did we miss God? Right. Because I think that is going to be the theme. We're going to continue on with this is that it's going to be Where was God? Right. (laughs) That we missed. (laughs) And, you know, I think we do. We miss God sometimes, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Oh, yes. We don't see God's presence in our lives or in our stories until we're looking at it from a distance, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so the the stories of God and God's people include us missing, missing the, you know, missing the mark, yep. missing the divine. Uh-huh. Um, and that's a big part of this. Now, we don't want to miss our second fearless verses. No, but I think they do fall into the things we've missed or we've overlooked. Yeah. You think? I think so. I think so. Because so for me, I picked no one should be surprised of family and friends that are listening that I picked you belong with me. Mm -hmm. If you know, best day is a favorite. You belong with me is probably top five from this album. And when I look at this one, these verses, it's if you could see that I'm the one who understands you been here all along. So why can't you see you belong with me? You belong with me. 
And I think that's the Israelites and everyone else missing the fact that mm-hmm. God is standing right in front of him, them, metaphorically speaking, of course. And or in that, a pillar of fire, a pillar of cloud, but that's another part of the story. Yeah, yeah. And God's going, if you could only see mm-hmm. that I am who you need to be with, I know who you are, understand who you are. I think, you know, so why can't you see that? I had a man take you through the desert and give you this promised land. And yet you still need more and you're still demanding things and you're still not happy. You just belong with me. Like, I just really feel like it's God going, y'all just... It's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. True. Just come, come be with me. Right. Come belong with me. And I think that leads really nicely into the song you picked. Yeah. Mine was, I really struggled with the era one. You when did, we got yeah. together to record, I said, Megan, I don't have one. I don't, I don't know what it's going to be. So I went through and I was looking at the lyrics and mm-hmm. um, I um, read the lyrics to Untouchable, which was a yeah. little bit of a surprise. Um, and part of what I liked about it was that it calls to some of these characters that mm-hmm. we meet um, in the story. Uh, the, the beginning of the song, I think, is where it is. It says, in, in the middle of the night, when I'm in this dream, like a million little stars spelling out your name. Mm-hmm. And this makes me think about um, God's promise to Abraham that his yeah. descendants will be more than the stars in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also Joseph as a dreamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then as I continued to read, I got to the latter part of the song, and it this might be in the chorus. Yeah. Uh, and it says, but you're untouchable, burning brighter than the sun. Now that you're close, I feel like coming undone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God ha- is distant. God mm-hmm. is, is separate. God is something yeah. other, right? Um, and when God comes close. Mm-hmm. Things go a little crazy, yeah. Particularly in this part of scripture. Oh, so crazy! We, you think we've gone crazy? Just wait. Just wait. We've got so many stories. Oh, oh, I can't wait. And you know, because <laughs> and, and the thing is too, when things go crazy, God comes close, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And so, God will come close to the people. When things just like when they don't have food, when they're in captivity, when right, and these yeah. are all a part of the stories um, in the Hebrew scriptures that we'll yeah. be diving into as we, you know, yes. So yes. Um, we want to um, thank you for being with us again. I think uh-huh. it's been a fun journey. Fearless, yes, it is, has been. Um, is one of the country albums. So I'm looking forward to less country as we move <laughs> forward. But um, uh, what can people expect next from us, Megan? From next, from next, from us next, <laughs> we will be diving deep into the era of Speak Now. Yay. Taylor's version. So excited. I, I can't wait. It'll be so good. But before we get there. Yes. Um, we want to remind you that you'll what you'll find on our Instagram um, mm-hmm. over the week ahead. We're gonna uh, have a in- invitation for you to share what stories you related to the Fearless album. 
Mm-hmm. Do you have a verse or a line on this album that describes your relationship with God? Is there a story you expected us to tie to Fearless that we didn't? Um, and then the next week, you'll get a little preview of what we'll be talking about in the Speak Now episode with a little bit of suggestions if you feel like reading something, if you're mm-hmm. looking for um, some scripture direction, uh, that'll be there. Yes, so. yes. And as always, well, as always on the season, we're going to leave you with our swift song. Yes. But before we get there, we should probably tell you where you can find us. Yeah, we are um, anywhere you get your podcasts. We are on YouTube, uh, our website, which is PastorSwifties.com. You can find us on Instagram at PastorSwifties and on Facebook uh, under also PastorSwifties. Yes. And make sure that you keep um, liking and sharing. And if you're not subscribed, please subscribe and um, follow us along on this journey through the eras of God. Yes, and something we are doing new this season. I have a feeling we're going to find something different each season Mm -hmm. to end this with. Last season, we gave you our prayer and our benediction as our pastor PS. Mm -hmm. This season, we're giving you your swift psalm. And so this is one of the songs on the album that um, made uh, one or both of us think of the psalms, which are the book of poetry in the Mm -hmm. middle of scripture and um we're gonna come back to change because we haven't talked about it enough we haven't not at all um and change really made me think of the lament psalms and Mm -hmm. the reason for that is because lament psalms often have this everything is awful it's terrible it's no good it's very bad Mm -hmm. and then they end with but god most of them not all of them but most of them end with but god is good and god is faithful and god will be with us and change has that sort of story it does Um, And so we're going to share with you change and Psalm 77. We start here. It is a sad picture. The final blow hits you. Somebody else gets what you wanted again. And you know, it's all the same. Another time and place repeating history and you're getting sick of it. But I believe in whatever you do and I'll do anything to see it through because these things will change. Can you feel it now? These walls they put up to hold us back will fall down. It's a revolution. The time will come for us to finally win. We'll sing hallelujah. We'll sing hallelujah. I cry out. I cry aloud to God, aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my trouble, I seek the Lord. In the night, my hand is stretched out without wearying. My soul refuses to be comforted. I think of God and I moan. I meditate and my spirit faints. Tonight we'll stand, get off our knees, fight for what we've worked for all these years. And the battle was long. It's the fight of our lives. But we'll stand up champions tonight. It was the the right things changed. Can you see it now? These walls that they put up to hold us back fell down. It's a revolution. Throw your hands up, because we never gave in, and we'll sing hallelujah. We sang hallelujah. I will call to my mind the deeds of the Lord. I will remember your wonders of old. I will meditate on all your work and muse on your mighty deeds. Your way, O God, is holy. What God is so great is our God. You are the God who works wonders. You have displayed your might among the peoples. 
With your strong arm, you redeemed your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. May you sing hallelujah, and may you know God's presence with you through all of the changes and all of the places that you need God's love. Have a great week.